the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Black Swans, and even the Bison. You know what we mean. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Governor Andrew Cuomo and his health commissioner offered an adamant defense on Friday of their March decision to require nursing homes accept patients recovering from COVID-19. It may have led to thousands of additional deaths. If anyone had the perfect answer to nursing home deaths, and if anyone tells you they do, they're lying because people are going to die in nursing homes today. Former HUD Secretary Dr. Ben Carson says there's plenty of blame to go around when it comes to the way the Capitol riot was handled January 6th. If people had a retrospective scope and they could look back and, and do things differently, I'm sure they would. Uh, we, can, we can spend a lot of time ascribing guilt, or we can learn from things and move forward. Carson was interviewed this week by the Salem Radio Network, and this is SRN News. This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you regardless of your age if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies 800-439-7409 800-439-7409 that's 800-439-7409 high school sports are as american as apple pie and going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, Chances are you'd look good in stripes, too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. You know, 
Quasimodo predicted all this. But, um, but... Who did what? Come on, man. You brought the face mask, you nut. Like I'm a clown, I amuse you? Come on, man. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. We've got a lot to cover, and time is short. But, uh, um... <laughs> The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. This is all wrong. It's not getting better, it's deepening. All you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. It's an astroturf farce. It doesn't matter. It's the King Banyan Show. I think you'll find it very interesting and a lot of fun. Nobody seems to care much about it. It's insane. Your source for penetrating economic insight. Correlation, causation. Um, um. Razor sharp analysis and unflinching universal thought. <laughs> Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. What in blazes is this? For you, the future. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Silence! Come on, man. Good morning and welcome, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. The sun is shining. I fooled myself. We have this issue sometimes at uh, here at the campus of St. Cloud State where I'm broadcasting to you from. Another story about that in just a second. But sometimes uh, we, we have a sizable number of students from other countries who study here at St. Cloud State. It's a great place to, to be an international student. Um, and, uh, and, and so we see lots of them. We always have to tell them something, though. Because if you're from another place, um, you look out your window in the morning, you see the sun is shining. Now, when the sun is shining, what do you think? You think, oh, sun, warmth, hmm, this should be a nice day to go outside. And our students almost, we have to remind our students, the sun can be shining and it can be 10 degrees below zero. And if you step outside unprepared for that to go to class you may have you may have a problem so this morning sun shining last week it had been i think when we came on the air it was 23 below zero um last saturday and here in st cloud when i at 9 a.m i think it was 26 below when i woke up uh woke up a few hours before that at, at home and i and sure, so sure, I put on the long johns. I put on put on the sweatshirt. I, I was all set to go, right? Um, this morning, I go. To, I I look outside, and you know, yesterday I went for a walk. It was eighteen above zero. It was almost forty degrees warmer. I wore a pair of jeans. I did not have the long johns on, and it was fine. So I put on a pair of pants, and I. You know, I go down to, down to the box to get the local paper in my Wall Street Journal, which I always bring here to the to the office to do uh, the King Banyan Show on Biz fourteen forty. And oh my goodness, it was cold. So I re- go back inside. I did not put the long johns on. It's like no, we're going to just tough this out. It was five below zero. It wasn't that warm this morning. It, the sun is shining. I come to the office. I was talking to Wyatt about this just before we started. I come to the office. My office is located in the same building as both the TV and radio stations of St. Cloud State. I do not broadcast from those from those uh, lovely studios. I broadcast from my office, which is two floors up from the TV station. 
And I, I am going, and I, sometimes the door is locked, so I got my key out. I go to check the door. It's open. Someone's walking because it's sort of a courtesy. If you're near the door and you see someone coming to the door on a Saturday, you know, if you recognize the person, you go and help open the door up for them so they don't have to fumble with their keys. So someone does that. They're walking toward me wearing a full hazmat suit. Okay, in the year of COVID, and we're coming up on one year of COVID, on in the year of COVID, what do you what do you think when you see a person coming to the door in a hazmat suit? You think, "Oh my mercy. What's going on here?" And for about the first 15 minutes after, so so he walks away, goes into the TV studio, and I'm alone in the hallway, and I think, what am I going to do? It's like, well, I think you're going to go to your office. So I come, up the, I come up the two flights, I come over to my office, but I'm looking at the door like, is someone going to come tell me I need to evacuate? Well, they haven't yet. I've closed the door to my office. There's no reason anyone would go by this place right now and think that there was anyone in this room so i think we're going to be okay okay i don't think there's going to be an evacuation but there's nothing like seeing somebody in a hazmat suit to get you to check your prior assumptions about what your day is going to be like here on the king banyan show on the biz 1440 we are of course many of us and I, I'm going to take a few minutes to talk about this, even though it's, you know, I don't typically do politics. And I can even explain in this moment why this show is a little different than most shows. We are part of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We are not, but we are not on our sister station, AM 12A, The Patriot, because what we do is different than that. But anyone that does what what I get to do on Saturday mornings um, and what, Mitch and Brad get to do on Saturday afternoons, 1 to 3, on AM 1280 The Patriot, as parts of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Um, We all owe it to Rush Limbaugh, who passed away this week. And there are a lot of strong reactions to to Rush. Um, I have... I have uh, what I tell people is, well, I have complex views about Rush Limbaugh. Um, but I will say, um, I had been working, I had been working, uh, uh, for a year, uh, on a project that basically buried me for a year. I was trying to finish a, a major writing project that I thought if it was successful would lead me to get, uh, to be promoted and get tenured here at St. Cloud State, which both turned out to be true, by the way. Um, this was back in uh, 1988, 1989. And so I was living in a tiny place. I'd just gotten married to my, my beautiful wife. Um, and, you know, in, in you know, the prior year. And we're living in this place. And I basically didn't drive a car except when I was going out to get some of the beautiful food that's in the Los Angeles area. Because I was working in Los Angeles that year. Uh, taking taking a time out from S, from St. Cloud State, and I, so I hadn't ever heard him before. I discovered sports radio in a big way because there was a station, XTRA, and if any of you are fans of Jim Rome, 
Jim Rome started his career in a Santa Barbara uh, in a Santa Barbara uh, college station, and then got a gig on this huge blower located in Tijuana that broadcast throughout the entire of Southern California, and that was my talk radio. I moved back up to St. Cloud in '89. I don't have don't have XTRA. There's no such thing as podcasts. Heck, we, no one's listening to radio on the internet at all at that time. And um, and like most college faculty, I have a schedule that doesn't require me to be in my office at 8 a.m. and not check out till after 4:30 p.m. I can come and teach my classes, hold my office hours, and if I want to do my the rest of my work from my home didn't need to be in a meeting or something, I could do that. And so frequently I wouldn't get in the car to get ready to come to campus until on, on one or two days a week, I wouldn't be, wouldn't get up to, I'd go right for a few hours and it'd be like 11 or 1130 before I do that. My writing periods are like 8 to 10 a.m. and 8 to 10 p.m. That's when, that's when the muse visits me. And, and in those other 10 hours, I'm better off teaching, doing research, making phone calls, doing students, anything else. So I hop in the car one day, and it's 11 o'clock, and I hear not Rush on the local station. I hear his substitute host. His early substitute host, before there was Mark Stein, who's brilliant. I'm not saying anything bad about Mark Stein. But the thing that hooked me to Rush Limbaugh was as m- not not only Rush Limbaugh himself, but Walter Williams, who just passed away just bef- you know just a couple months ago. Died in his died right after teaching a class. He was eighty four. He was still teaching at George Mason University. And my thanks to Rush is not just the fact that he was able to speak to views that I had that I realized even then as a young, by that point, associate professor of economics that at, on a college campus that I had views that were different than 95% of the people I work with. Um, I knew that. I also knew they were different than most of the people I saw on television. But then there was Rush. And then there was Walter Williams. And I thank Walter Williams because Walter Williams was how I finally got to hear the voice of the person I had read a lot and was really influenced by some of the early writing of Tom Sowell. I don't know if they even exist or where I would find them. I probably should look in YouTube to see if some if some are out there. But the beauty of listening to Walter Williams and Tom Sowell while you're dr- on a radio while you are driving in the early late 1980s, early 1990s through your town in central Minnesota is just something that really was kind of life-changing. I would sit in the car and listen for 10 to 15 minutes. I would have people come by and knock on the window of my car and startle me because I was so engrossed in what I was able to hear. And if you like this show, or if you like any of the Narn, 
Yeah, our roots are with with Salem, and our roots are with Hugh Hewitt, and and there's a there's a Genesis story that I know uh, that I I let Mitch tell because Mitch tells the Genesis story better than I do. But but before all of that, there was Rush, and the thing that this show has been trying to get to were those brief moments that Rush allowed to happen. And when anyone ever tells me, well, Rush was a racist, it's like, so how did Walter Williams get to sit behind the golden mic and bring Tom Sowell on and have those conversations? How did that happen? You're saying that's an accident? Because if you're saying what I think you're going to say next, I really don't want to hear it. That's my Rush story. We'll be back after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to the Biz 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800 500 8384, ReliefFactor.com. In 1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1335. Rack animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. 
This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. I'm sorry. Can't interrupt a bass solo, for goodness sake. Come on. It became my instrument after about six years of playing guitar. Um, and still, it's my preferred instrument. Uh, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you so much for listening today. Do you like the new name? I love this name, The Biz. It's pretty cool. It sounds a bit different, and uh, just make sure you listen to it. And by the way, um, by the way, one of the things, so they give me some things that are happening here at the station that I should talk about from time to time. You know what I like and what I miss here at St. Cloud? I miss seeing North Dakota State. The Bison used to come down here to play football, basketball. Um, they did not have a hockey team. Uh, but, uh, the baseball team would come through town and I'm, I'm a fan of all three sports. I would go watch uh, of those three sports. I'm not that big a hockey fan. I have to confess. Uh, but I'd go watch those things. Uh, you can, uh, catch all of, uh, Bison athletics here. Uh, they got a football game next Saturday that, uh, comes on shortly after us. Uh, uh, and then they've got uh, basketball against the South Dakota Coyotes. Oh, USD used to come here. You know what's great? We'd go to Hallenbeck Hall and watch watch the games, and the people who would come out to root from De- from the Dakotas to root for their teams were fun to have in the stands. The um, they travel well, and their their fan they bring their fans with them, and and they have people that live here in Central Minnesota who who went to NDSU or USD, and um, it's just a blast. So. Um, I actually probably will try to listen in. NDSU versus USD, that's a good game. Uh, Saturday and Sunday next week and uh, 3.30 pregame and 4 p.m. tip-off. That will be fun. Go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com to find the lineup, uh, listen to the action, because that's how I'm going to listen. I'm going to have it on my, gonna have it on my, uh, on my uh, iPhone going so I can just listen. The sound of a game, you know. I don't know why it ever listens to baseball just on a radio. Probably he does because he drive he drives a truck for his family from time to time. So he's probably listened to a lot of baseball on radio. Am I right, Wyatt? Fair amount. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, it's not like a crazy amount by any means, but uh, yeah. I mean, if there's a game on, I prefer that over music. Yeah, there's nothing quite like it. Particularly, you know, particularly the the sound of a good baseball announcer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, who's who's your go to if if that if you're fiddling with the dial and you find you know if you and I I understand most people don't listen using a an old fashioned an old fashioned radio anymore. But if you were fiddling with a dial and you landed on a certain person, you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna listen to that for a while. Who'd be your go to baseball announcer? I mean, can you really say anybody besides Vin Scully? Well, you, well, 
we'd have to hear him from heaven now. But uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm yeah. just I'm just yeah. saying though, like sure, the le- the legend, kind of the standard. Yeah, although although I will say I have a real fondness for Jack Buck too. But um, but uh, Vin's ability to paint a he could paint a picture with his voice in a way that that even Buck couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I gotta say you're probably right. Uh, although I never would hear him just on a radio in a car, but I've heard uh, not since I left LA in in the '90s. But uh, but uh, I could hear Jack Buck on a skip sound from uh, uh, on an AM station coming out of St. Louis, and boy, that was fun. Mm. <laughs> it was just <laughs> fun to have that happen in your in your car because it was is like that was like that was like free sports. In your in your vehicle. Anyway, people get upset about Ty, but we, we're talking about uh, the death of Rush Limbaugh and sort of announcing more generally. And uh, yeah, we've lost a lot of great ones over the last uh, the last few years. Um, just a lot of great ones. Um, and I don't think there are any greater. I don't think there are going to be any. Uh, just none in my mind. Look, let's talk about economics because that's what we normally do here on the show. Uh, here's a few. Here's a few items for you. Um, I think it was a very solid week in the economic data. Um, uh, you saw the biggest one being retail sales numbers up six percent month over month in January because some people got three hundred dollar. Uh, you know, some people got six hundred dollars of additional. Uh, uh, checks in the month. So we got this huge increase in retail sales. There's a lot. We've talked about this, and I'll keep talking about it. There's a lot of liquidity in the system. There's a there's a pile of saved income that is sitting in bank accounts waiting to be spent on things that right now they can't buy because those services are not available. Unlike Ted Cruz, most of us are not making trips to Cancun. Um... Most of us are not are, are not. Uh, most of us are being limited in our ability to go out to get a great meal. I have friends who celebrate birthdays with an annual trip to their favorite restaurants, destination. What I think of as destination restaurants: your Ruth Chris's, your Benihana's. I don't know why Benihana is. I don't happen to think it's very good, but Ruth's Chris, holy heck, that's. That's that's great. Uh, I have I have two friends who make an annual pilgrimage to Fogo de Chao. Um, you know, whatever your place is, um, my places are different because I like ethnic cuisine a heck of a lot more than uh, I like American food. Um, I'll, to be blunt with you, I I would much rather have have a huge Indian meal or a huge um, a huge Asian meal or particularly because of my my father's heritage um, in our, a, a big Armenian dinner a, a huge spread of food um, where the meal goes on for hours that's a better way to go but those places are not go, going right now and there's approximately 1.8 trillion dollars in saved in household savings above where it would normally be some of that money's going to come back online and we've added to it with that bill back in December, which the evidence came forward in this month. Um, 
Manufacturing industries from uh, the New York and Philly feds were both up more than expected. The manufacturing and service composite index from market rose just a little bit, but services are beginning to rise. And this is what you're beginning to see. You're beginning to see people. It's not the end of the pandemic by any stretch of the imagination. I still believe that there's going to be one or two bumps in the road between here and whatever you want to call it, the all clear, the herd immunity signal, whatever it is you'd like to call what it is when we decide, yeah, I'm ready to go back and do the things I was doing pre-pandemic. I I still think behaviors will change. I think capacities are going to be lower. I think people are going to be, I think there's going to be more takeout. I'm currently in the process of finalizing schedules for classes next year. And the question that's always in my head is, we put up, oh gosh, how many courses online in this past year? Um, I don't know. I don't know why at your classes at, at your school, how many of them went up online last year. But uh, my guess is there are a lot. Uh, for us, that number is around sixty percent of our classes were being delivered all, uh, exclusively remotely, either synchronously or asynchronously, meaning pre, you know. Live versus pre-recorded, I guess, is the way to think of that. And and we're certainly not going to do that many next year. We assume we're not going to. And we know how to toggle back and forth. But everyone's kind of toggling on and off right now and trying to figure out when things are going to be safe. And there's a lot of savings out there. So a lot of that manufacturing that you're seeing is restocking supplies. Okay. Uh, I... Someone someone asked uh, if I've got a putting green in my home. It's like, I've never had an issue with putting. I can get my putting stroke back in about two trips to the practice green. I go to the course not to play but to practice um, probably at least once a week um, where I'm intentionally not there to do to go play around. I'm there, I'm, I'm there to work on the game. If you don't go once a week, your game's not going to be sharp. But I've never found a practice green in my home to be a substitute for actually putting on a, on, a, on a grass surface. So, no, I don't do that. But I've bought all kinds of gym equipment for my basement, including a, including a new exercise bike. Um, and people are making those choices all the time. So those manufacturing numbers are part of the indication of that liquidity that's out there. That retail sales number is part of the evidence of that liquidity that's out there. Um, and you can go up and da- you can go up and down the line. Home builder numbers were up. The home builder survey is up at 84. Okay, the break even is 50, meaning half said my business is doing better, half said they're doing worse. At net 84, okay, you can do the math. That means that 92% of home builders are saying I'm having a good year. Things are going really well. Okay. Um and expectations maybe fell just a little bit, but that's because interest rates are beginning to go up. And those interest rates going up are part of the part of the issue right now of reflation that I and inflation that I see being the issue for this for this coming year. I am more concerned about the Fed waiting too long than I am about the Fed reacting too soon to inflation because all of their language all of their language has been pointed in the direction of 
we're not thinking about thinking about raising rates. Well, friends, I want you to listen. The balance sheet rose to $115 billion this past week. A balance sheet that had less than a trillion dollars before the great financial crisis, which was three and a half trillion dollars as little as a year ago, is now got seven point five six trillion dollars. Okay, and I keep messing up between billions and trillions. I apologize. So it used to be one less than one trillion. It got down to about three point seven trillion in the middle of in the middle of twenty twenty. They kind of held it the same. They, they, remember, they had that little hiccup in March of 2020. It's now at $7.56 trillion and shows no sign of slowing down. I know you're not thinking about thinking about raising rates, but could you think about the size of your balance sheet a little more? Would that be something you could possibly do? Because right now it feels like you're ignoring something important. We'll be back after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot, Arby's Computer Service. How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. I got into an accident on my way home from work one day, and my car was totaled. Hi, I'm Diana from Shoreview. So the rental that I was given was an Elantra. So I was like, I like this car. I want to go find an Elantra. I'm a first-time car shopper, and I had to do it all by myself because I don't have any family around. I was very scared walking into it because I always hear those cliches about car shopping. 
When I first walked through the doors at Invergrove Hyundai, they greeted me with a smile and they seemed like very genuinely kind people. I was surprised at how painless the process was. If you're looking for a great deal on a car and an excellent care team, I highly recommend Invergrove Hyundai. Get up to $3,500 in total savings and 0% financing for up to 60 months on the 2021 Tucson. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain, and Hyundai Assurance. Online at InvergroveHyundai.com. Welcome back. Banyan Show Business 1440. Good to have you on the Biz 1440. I gotta remind myself. Oh, the Biz, the Biz, the Biz. You know what? If you want to be a member of the Biz VIP Club, you know what that gets you? That gets you the podcast. You can listen to us. You can, the podcast for this show. You can listen to Money Matters, uh, Real Estate Jock Talk. It, which comes on right before me, and I actually usually get to hear uh, about half of their ha- – about 15 minutes of their show before I come on. That's good stuff. I enjoy that show. Uh, you should listen to it. TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Just click on the podcast. If you, and if you haven't joined the Biz VIP Club, do so. Uh, there's lots of perks there as well. Uh, prizes and savings. And you get first access, you know, to, to some stuff. And don't, you know, just – it, it's it's good things. Just just go there, um, Don. I want to thank you for, for looking in YouTube. I I probably should have just looked at YouTube the other day for that. But what I what I want is something that can play in my. I keep probably a five or six shows that I say to myself. I want to hear that show over and over again. On my uh, on in in my. Uh, in my Apple uh, podcast application. And I just keep them, uh, I just keep them forever. Um, there is a Hugh Hewitt interview with Harry Japlin, as I've mentioned, as a fellow Claremonter, or Claremonster, as some people like to say. Um, I actually met Professor Jaffa uh, several times um, because we had study carols next to each other um, for, a, for a single year. Um, when I was, in fact, it's that, that very time that I was talking about when I first heard, uh, first heard sports talk radio in, in Los Angeles and just how much bigger and better it was than the sports talk I had in the seventies growing up in, uh, growing up in, uh, Boston, um, in the Boston area. So I, um, so I keep some shows there and I, what I wish I had was Walter Williams and Tom Sowell in that format so that I could hear them I could hear them forever. That would be great. So let me let me finish up some of the news uh, of the week, the sort of the economic news of the week. And I apologize. People are gonna say, why aren't you talking about the GameStop hearings? It's like one, there's gonna be a bunch of them. Two, I was at an all day retreat yesterday and I did not have as much time to do my prep as I would normally would normally do and I just didn't quite have the patience because I was trying to focus on the story we're going to do in the second hour which is the energy story from Texas which is which is an amazing story and full of economic lessons 
for us. Just chock full of economic lessons for us. And that's why I wanted to spend time on that. There are lessons in the GameStop story too, but that'll keep a week because that's not the last hearing they're going to do. They're going to bring, they're going to parade person after person for this, and I'm, it's fine. But here's what I, here's what I would ask you to to keep an eye on is, is the quickness with which the economy is growing right now. Here is something that that I'm paying a lot of attention to. I focus frequently on keeping track of of how goods are flowing from place to place. In a globalized economy, one one indicator that you can use to keep track of, of how production in goods is going is by keeping track of shipments. So I spend a lot of time reading data about um, volumes in ports along the West Coast to keep track of trade with Asia. I keep track of the... Uh, the trade flows going in and out of the port up in Duluth, you know, in the, in the seaport in, of Duluth. I keep track of, of, of the East Coast. I watch those things. And then I pay a lot of attention to to uh, shipments here in the, in the U.S. On, on rail and by truck. And so the Cass Freight Shipments Index is a very important number. The number of shipments are up 8.6% year over year. Expenditures on those shipments are rising at a year-over-year pace of 19.5%. 19.5%. Freight rate increases accelerated in January at the fastest pace since 2009-2011, with the exception of a few months in late 2018. As these higher volumes meet rising contract rates, says Cass, it is clear that this index is headed for growth rates over the next several months not seen since 2010-2011. That's the indication of the rebound in economic activity that is happening. And that rebound is going to come, at least in my estimation, with some pressure on inflation. Reported, the, reported by the conference board, the, the CEO survey reached a number it hasn't reached since 2004 in terms of the, the, the opinion of CEOs, the strength of, that, of the economy, in their estimation. And the CEO number, the report from conference board, from Lynn Franco, who's one of their senior economists, Lynn says says wages are expected to grow by more than 3% in this year. There's going to be an increase in wages. It's not This is not including any impact that might happen from a, a minimum wage, a federal minimum wage increase, which, folks, I'm fairly convinced is not going to happen. You're beginning to see little signs of cracks in the, in the firmament of uh, the Democrats uh, uh, in in. Congress trying to push things through. Um, uh, you know, they need all 50 votes in the Senate, um, and you're beginning to see places where I think Senator Manchin, Senator Cinema, uh, I just have trouble with her name. Uh, she's a senator from Arizona. Um, I think you're seeing 
those folks beginning to realize that they have power and beginning to trim the sails of some of their some of the uh, base's uh, strong desires. What that does to the stimulus bill, I am not exactly sure. But my concerns, as you've heard on the show, I actually think Congress will figure it out for themselves and that the bill they eventually pass will not be a $1.9 trillion bill. I think, I think part of the story that you're hearing from Washington is that you begin to hear discussion of an infrastructure bill. And I've now decided the infrastructure bill is the D.C. equivalent of the neon sign in, in one of the bars in downtown St. Cloud that reads simply, Free Beer Tomorrow. It is always promised. It is never delivered. But watch if you don't hear more talk about an, an infrastructure bill that's to come later that will start to pick up pieces of this $1.9 trillion stimulus that they can't get the votes to pass. And so their way of, of strategic retreat from insisting that they've got to have one9 will be well, we're not going to get the 1.9, but that's okay because we're going to put this in this infrastructure bill that we're going to do in the summer. Um, Larry Summers was um, was on Bloomberg and uh, and had this to say um, earlier this week about about where he thinks that impact is and why he thinks the Fed is going to have to think about raising rates perhaps sooner. Than, they, than they've anticipated. Go ahead and play the summer's clip, please. I'd expect rate hikes to be underway by the end, well underway by the end of 2022. Will its hands be forced essentially by inflation? I think a combination of inflation and perhaps an overheating economy and uh, fiscal policy on fire, particularly if we actually uh, build back better. And look, Returning to more normal interest rates could be okay, but it's going to be a very challenging transition. And I must say, it doesn't seem to me from the Fed's comments, which are all on the side of resisting deflation, all on the side of promoting social equality. I think the Fed is not recognizing the era that they're headed into where they're going to face the kinds of challenges that the Fed faced in the 1970s. The Fed failed in the 1970s. And I think if the Fed wants to not fail, they're going to have to start recognizing the reality of those challenges. And that's going to mean a significant change in their tone. I find that particularly fascinating. Larry Summers has been sort of the person pushing this narrative that you don't need a big stimulus and it's going to, it's potentially inflationary and he has gotten an enormous amount of pushback okay alan blinder had a piece in the wall street journal this week disagreeing with summers summers and blinder have written papers together they are they are uh usually pretty close to each other in economic outlook they disagree significantly here and Summers has now basically gone out, and I call this, I mean, this is nothing less than doubling down. You not only are going to say that the that fiscal policy is going to be too loose, 
But you're now saying there's a real risk that monetary policy is too loose. And you're saying that the Fed's statements that they can't possibly raise rates until 2023 at the earliest are not credible. That that's not what that's not going to be what happens. Um, that's a pretty remarkable place for uh, for someone of Summer's stature and someone of Summer's ideology to go to. We'll be right back. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. There's a ton to explore at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see your daily lineup. Win prizes at the VIP fan club. Catch up on your favorite podcasts and more. One diamond ring, two dozen long stem roses, three pounds of Belgium dark chocolate, or... $2,500 off a new high-efficiency furnace and air conditioning combo from Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Take advantage of their biggest sale yet. Offer ends February 28th. Bring home a gift that keeps giving all year round. Visit StandardHeating.com, providing comfort and quality brands like York for 91 years. That's StandardHeating.com. Hi, I'm Claire Ferreira, president and owner of Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Ever since my grandfather founded Standard over 90 years ago, word-of-mouth advertising and referrals from our customers have always been important. That's why, after serving over half a million customers, we're proud to have a 4.9-star average rating out of 5 on our online reviews. Check them out for yourself and find out more at standardheating.com. That's standardheating.com. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream the Biz 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 
I understand there's been a little trouble with the signal we're having here this morning. I, we're we're working on the issue. We'll we'll try to we'll try to reset all our connections uh, at the top of the hour and see if that'll help you. Uh, please stand by for better sound in the next hour, and uh, be looking forward to speaking with uh, Adam Seidel. Uh, he is the director of the uh, Minnesota Conservative conservative energy form um we're going to talk about texas next hour we're going to talk about energy uh more generally because i think it's a complicated story and and when people when people keep telling me well this means this this means that this means the other uh this you know i I, i'll just say what i what i think about this right up front texas is a multi-causal issue and anyone trying to simplify it to 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 uh, tell a story that they've told in the past is engaged in what I think is some of the worst kinds of, co- of confirmation bias I can I can imagine, um, and uh, and to engage in uh, confirmation bias actively while people are dying from the cold down there strikes me as a pretty pretty lousy thing to do. Um, I think another lousy thing to do is to have people con- have uh, Congress continuing to consider trying to spend 1.9 trillion dollars when, additionally, when the last stimulus bill is still working through the system, it's still got it, the unemployment, the added unemployment benefits in there are still running. Now, the unemployment data, the unemployment insurance data, is probably the worst piece of news for my story that you can find. There's always a bad piece of data that's out there. The UI benefit numbers have gone up. They okay. That's partly people catching up and getting themselves back onto the the uh, the pandemic pandemic unemployment assistance, which got passed with that bill in December, which had switched off before that. So there's some noise in those data right now, and I'm not I, I'm not relying too much on that signal, but it just has to be said that data is not moving in the direction of the story I'm telling. But I want to point out to you, um, retail sales from February to April of 2020 fell 21.7%. We're now 7.8% above where we were in February of 2020. Okay. Um, So retail sales have had the full V shape. We understand that that's not for all of them. Restaurant and bars are still down 16% from where they were in February of 2020. That is not V-shaped. They are still suffering. Clothing stores still down almost 10%. They have not recovered. Even gas stations, which is really interesting. Gas stations are down 5%. Um, But if you look at core sales, taking out autos, taking out building materials, taking out the gas station sales... They're up 6.5% from a year ago. Those are the data that I look at when I say I do not think the economy needs an additional bout of stimulus from fiscal policy. And I agree with Summers on this. I don't think the Fed's going to be able to keep their hands off of interest rate policy um, for two full years. I think they're going to have to indicate that they're ready to make a change sometime. It will probably not happen in 2021. My concern is that they will wait too long. Okay? 
the metaphor that we used to use back in the 70s, back when when Larry Summers and I were both baby economists. He's a little older than me, so he was actually fully graduated from grad school by the time I, when I was still in college. But the way we remember the story being told is the role of the Fed is to take away the punch bowl just as the party's getting started. I think the party is starting. And the Fed's not even the Fed is telling you we're not even thinking about thinking about looking at the punch bowl. And I think that's a mistake. You have some of the go- governors and I did not pull a bunch of them because we did this for you last week. You can go back and go to, go to twincitiesbusinessradio.com, listen to the podcast from last week. We played a couple of Fed presidents saying Oh yeah, if inflation starts to take off, oh yeah, we'll be there. We'll 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 stop it. Don't you worry. The history of the Fed is that it takes some t- it, it, that is that it waits too long. And the history of the Fed also includes the really difficult recessions of 80, 81 and 82, the last time we really actually had a double dip. This isn't going to be it. The last time we had a double dip, the reason we had the double dip was we had let inflationary expectations get out of hand. And I was a student just leaving college and going to grad school at that time. Part of the reason I went to grad school over the wishes of my fiance was that, hey, we would much rather you, uh, I'd much rather you go to work was there are no jobs to get. We'll be back after this. We're going to be talking about the Texas situation and energy with Adam Seidel from the Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Hey, this is Isaiah with the Kingdom Builders. In John 3.14, Jesus says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. There was a time when the nation of Israel sinned against God. As a result, God sent poisonous snakes into the camp and many people died. But God provided one cure. He told Moses to make a serpent of bronze, place it on a pole, and to spread the news. To be healed, just look and live. In the same way, the poison of sin is rampant in the world today. On our own, we are hopelessly sick and headed toward eternal death. But just as God provided a cure for Israel through the serpent on the pole, Even so, Jesus Christ was lifted up on that Roman cross, shedding his blood to redeem us from our sin. Jesus is the cure if we will but look and live. If you have any questions or comments about this or other scripture, you can reach me at isaiah at thekingdombuilders.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. 
That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800 500 8384 This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. 